This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on washing and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. I decided to take my sweater off because it's hot as a pig in here today. <laughs> really? Hot as a pig. Yeah. Mm. You notice that too, Jeffy? Oh my gosh, this is the yeah. fires of... Fires of hell. Hell. Good yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't take... I almost sweated to death during the radio show. I, I almost expired from sweat. Well, we can give you a little behind the scenes here because um, I had an issue the other day with the <clears> temperature as well. Um, shockingly, I was cold. Um, but What a shocker. Here's the thing. Is the old way we used to do this radio show, which we were behind a desk, what I was able to do is smuggle heaters under the desk to mm-hmm. heat uh, my, my, my cold little legs. And now there's now, no place so to put heaters because yeah. we're all standing there and walking around and doing all sorts of stuff. And so now I have no place mm-hmm. to put my heaters. Oh. So I'm freezing every single show. Like, to the point where I can walk out of my, I can't bend my fingers. Well, it's impossible that you were freezing today because uh, it's not that bad people today. were burning and... Ashes yeah. in that room. Yeah, people burst into we, flame. Flames. Oh my gosh! Really? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. that's terrible. Today. Several. <laughs> that's we, terrible. Seven people died in there today. Uh, burned mm-hmm. to a crisp. Triple eight seven two seven. Back. I guess the first thing we should probably mention is that uh, uh, Rand Paul. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Left. I, I don't know. It's kind of a sad, uh, depressing story. To be perfectly honest, uh, Rand Paul uh, out. Um, and you know, look. You know, it didn't wind up happening. I, I honestly thought it. Kind of would, to be perfectly honest. I thought Rand Paul would make a good run at this thing. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it just never really caught fire. Um, you know, I'm sure people in the Rand Paul campaign are thinking, you know, maybe if Ted Cruz hadn't joined in, we could have been Ted Cruz. Well, Ted Cruz 
was first. So right. he was the one that was a Johnny come lately. And well, and, I mean, I think Rand Paul uh, since uh, 1897 was planning to run for president. That's my belief. There's no question. I mean, he, the guy no was question. running for president. And so I think, yeah. you know, uh, Cruz and, kinda, and I think that's what's created a little thing between. Yeah, them. I think so too. I, I think Rand really doesn't like Ted now. And uh, they used to work together on things because they're like minded on a lot of stuff, including NSA spying and all of that stuff. And uh, and I, I think their relationship has kind of suffered because they're they're uh, they're opposing candidates in this thing, and and it's it would be the logical step for Rand Paul to now endorse Ted Cruz. But I don't think it's going to happen. But I don't think there's any way he'll do that. I don't. I mean, I think he'd be inclined now to endorse Marco Rubio. But how can he? With Rubio stands on several things, and he already said he's got liberal policies on uh, his fiscal policies are not conservative. He's already said his uh, NSA spy policies are unconstitutional. So where do you go with that? I mean, you know, te- out of those two, and again, like I, I like both Cruz and Rubio and Paul for the, for that matter. They're I, they're all I think solid candidates, um, but the things that are really important to Rand Paul. Look, everybody on the Republican side wants lower taxes. Like Rand Paul falls in, and he has a great tax policy, but Ted Cruz also has a great tax policy. Rubio's tax policy is not as good as either of them, to be honest, but still, it's it's better than what we have now. So everybody wants low taxes. There's a lot of agreement there. The only person that Rand Paul agrees with, uh, at least even partially, on things like NSA, uh, war, spying, uh, you know, um, that sort of of angle of it, uh, that sort of... Uh, the defense bill, um, you know, uh, Rand Paul's budget, Ted Cruz voted with him on. I mean, Cruz is the guy. It's not to say there's a perfect candidate for Rand Paul in this race, but Ted Cruz is as close as you can get to Rand Paul. Mm-hmm. It would be great if they did work together. I, I would like to hear, you know, you know, it would be nice if one of these senators who is like-minded to Ted Cruz would come out and endorse him. And, you know, to put a couple people on the spot, uh, Mike Lee, uh, uh, Ben Sass, uh, Rand Paul. Right. Um, you know, because... Look, I think the issue there is they like Rubio, too, so they're trying not to pick sides and they're just uh, keeping hands off. But at this point, it would be nice if there was somebody who came up and said, look, this is the guy who's closest to liberty. We all know that. Um, so let's yeah. go with that. And yeah. I wish Rand Paul would do that. I just don't think he will. I, do too. I don't and, think he'll do it Rubio either. You're right about Mike Lee. Um, Mike should do that. He's already taken sides. Of course, he just happened to tell the truth in the immigration battle. You know, where uh, Rubio is claiming that Ted switched sides and he was for amnesty. And Mike Lee says, I worked with him every minute of that. Every minute of that fight, there's absolutely zero truth to that. Mm -hmm. At no time was Ted Cruz, this is from Mike Lee, at no time was Ted Cruz ever for amnesty or a path to citizenship. That's Never. A pretty pretty good endorsement pretty, there. Pretty strong. And it also comes from Sessions as well. I mean, pretty, hey, Steve King, any of these guys. I mean, the guys who are the strongest on immigration in the government, in the Congress, yeah. uh, are, are saying this. Um, and I will say this. Mm. People like Mike Lee, people like Ben Sass, um, may have been thinking Rand Paul or Ted Cruz. And if Rand Paul's out, that does open... You know, because whether think, he endorses or not, right? Because, but I mean, you know, it would be yeah, he whether he does or not. 5%. But Mike Lee, like for example, uh, isn't going to go for I wouldn't think Marco Rubio because of the NSA and and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, again, he's aligned with Cruz on that. It would be great if a couple of these guys would step up now. The guys won Iowa, step up and say, all right, look. We've got friends in the Senate. No knock on Marco Rubio. No knock on anybody else who's running. But you know, Ted Cruz is is the has the best policy here. Let's let's get this done. You know, I, that would be nice. I mean, we're getting to that point here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Marco Rubio got Tim Scott to come out and endorse him. 
yeah. um, which is a big one in South Carolina in particular. Um, you know, Rubio has a few more friends in the Senate. I think that's clear. Um, you know, which it's a cup to you whether you think that's good or bad. I mean, to me, I think that's eh, maybe not so good. Yeah, one of those friends, Chuck Schumer, <clears throat> another one, John McCain. Yeah. I mean, he worked with those guys on the Gang of Eight. Yeah. So, yeah, he's cozy with them. Good. Is, is that good? Right. Is that good? I don't not know. Not to me. Yeah. I mean, Tim Scott is a tough mm. one, though. I mean, Scott is a good conservative. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I would have wanted his endorsement if I was any campaign. I mean, he's, you know, he's a guy we really like. Um, you know, I think he's a little bit more to Rubio's side when it comes to uh, foreign policy, and I think that's probably why the endorsement went that way. Um, but that's, you know, he's still, there's nothing wrong with that. I just wish that a couple of these guys that are aligned with Cruz would be like, all right, look, you know, we, Rand Paul was also close, and now that Rand Paul's out, we're going Ted. I hope that happens. Uh, I do too. You know, uh, in I the next too. few days. We're six days away from uh, New Hampshire now, and uh, uh, first, uh, UMass Lowell tracking poll of New Hampshire. That includes the reaction. This, this supposedly includes the reaction to the Iowa, Iowa caucus. Um, <clears throat> is not good for uh, for Cruz. Donald Trump is still in first place, thirty eight percent. Wow. Uh, Ted is second at fourteen. Rubio third, twelve. Uh, Jeb Bush has nine, and Kasich has seven. Now, see that that's not going to be. I hope hmm. that's not going to be enough to keep Kasich in the race. Oh no! <clears throat> I mean, I, I hopefully think he'll be gone. The if Marco Rubio beats Bush, Christie, Kasich, I think all three of them will drop out. Yeah, they got to go. Um, and Bush might go. stick around because of all the money he has to spend, but I think they will eventually coalesce around Rubio if he can knock those guys out. These guys have one chance, particularly Kasich and uh, Christie. If they can't come in absolute worst, like, they, they, basically they have to, it's, it's a Rubio race with them. You know, that's why you see Chris Christie coming out and saying, oh, he's the boy in the bubble. I'm, where is this guy? You know, he's attacking specifically Rubio. Because As he should. Leave Cruz alone for a while. I mean, Cruz it, it, it has his own lane. Right. I mean, it's, there's nobody else. Christie does. If, if Rubio finishes second, Christie finishes third, and um, Cruz finishes fourth, that does no real good for Christie. Christie has to beat Rubio to justify his candidacy. Yeah, Same thing with Kasich. He's got to beat Rubio. Um, so I don't think it's going to happen either. I think Rubio's going to be that guy. Which, yeah. again, you know, taking a step back. And Donald Trump, again, is Donald Trump, and we all, we all know that whole story. But if it comes down to Cruz and Rubio, that is a good place for conservatives to be. You've got one guy who's pretty conservative and a good candidate, and another guy who's fantastically conservative and a good candidate. Yeah. Uh, if that's I'm, what it comes down to, uh, it's really good. I'm just having a hard time with Rubio right now because he's yeah. lying through his teeth about Cruz over and over and over. Everywhere he goes says the same thing. And, and they're all lies. They're they all are. Lies. It's driving me out of my mind. And I said this kind of on the, on, on the radio. I don't know if I'm not as worked up about it. I think maybe Trump has Overton windowed me. Because, like, I'm so, like, Trump is out there, Ah, oh, born in Canada, took a loan. Like, his, his attacks are so mm -hmm. dumb and awful and blatant lies that, like, Rubio is doing the typical sort of attack. It's like kind of not really real, but you can kind of justify it, sort of. And it's really a lie, but at least it's based on a policy. And it's like, you know, it's like I, it almost doesn't even affect me when I hear those things. It's like, well, everybody says that. Now, to, to his credit, Cruz has not been doing that, which is mm -hmm. uh, really good. But Trump has been so bad. And just so horrendous on this that, like, the normal political attacks don't even phase me anymore. I'm just like, oh, wow, yeah, he kind of lied about that policy. That's not true. And he knows it.
all right, what else is on TV? You know, it's like that. It's that bad. Because, uh, I mean, what's, what's uh, uh, Trump's new thing? Uh, he should jump out of the race because he was someone on his staff sent an email. Uh, he stole it. It's like, I believe the last few hours he's been tweeting. Uh, Cruz stole Iowa. Uh, that is why the polls were so wrong and why he got far more votes than anticipated. Bad. For gosh sakes. I mean, I, it's so stupid. I even said this, that on, this, on election night. Uh, how long will it be until thing. he starts accusing people of voter fraud? How long Based on the fraud committed by <laughs> Senator Ted Cruz during the Iowa caucus, either a new election should take place or Cruz results nullified. Yeah, right. Shut <laughs> up. He is the worst. I, I can't stand this guy. It's just it's almost Obama-like proportions to me. He is. I mean, even He's Jim such a lion Gilmore. sack of stupid crap. I even can't Jim take Gilmore. it. Again, like uh, while Obama oh, certainly has geez. more left-wing policies yeah. than Trump, no one's worse than Trump. Nobody. When it comes, even Obama when it comes to these sorts of ridiculous. Because <clears throat> I think Obama doesn't want to look dumb to his like to his elitist friends. He doesn't he wants to like look smart at least. Mm-hmm. Trump doesn't even care about that. I mean, his, his attacks are so stupid. He doesn't even care about looking smart to his friends, which yeah. at least Obama has that. I'll tell you, you know, we're doing this series on him. And it's, it's a factual series. And, and it, going through the research on this guy, it, it is it, it is mind boggling. It is mind. You're changing your mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's uh, it's done something to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's truly unbelievable who he is and the things he's done. It's, I mean, I, I don't know. I just don't get it. Nobody cares. None of his supporters care. They don't give a rat's anus about it. Eh, whatever. Yeah, he wants to sleep with his daughter, whatever. Yeah, he's lying about that, too, whatever. Ah, yeah, bankruptcies when he always wins, whatever. Yeah, many, many, many of his businesses have failed, but he always wins, whatever. I, I mean, over and over and over, there's not one thing this guy says about himself or others that's true. Yeah. Not one. Well, and you know, like, it, that has to be the case because he kind of says everything. Yeah. So, like, he does say everything. You know, eventually, I guess 1% of the Something's stuff is true, true, but it's not because he means it. It's because he says every option. It's yeah. like you're asking a multiple choice question, you know, questions A, B, C, or D, and he says the answer is A, B, C, and D. Well, I mean, one of them's right, but I mean, he's also wrong three times, and no one seems to care about when he said B, C, and D. All they hear is, believe me. If I yeah. wanted to do that, I would have done it. Yeah. Believe. Trust me. Believe me. Why? Why? Would anyone believe you? You, you lie nonstop. Why would we believe you? Yeah. So again, like, I, and, I, and I've said this the whole time. Uh, like, you were you were the same way around, uh, and you know you were, I think, right on on the idea. Some of the complaints you had about Ben Carson, I have such a problem mm-hmm. seeing any of the faults. Everyone looks. It's like beer goggles for me right now. Uh, everybody looks hot. Everybody looks sexy except for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. You know, Ben Carson. I, Put him in the White House right now. You know, I don't care. Uh, really, any of these guys in, in comparison to Trump. Now, a lot of them I still wouldn't vote for. Um, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. voting for Chris Christie no matter what. But again, you know, people are, like don't understand this. It's like Chris Christie is considerably more conservative than Donald Trump is. Oh, yeah. Considerably. Oh, it's yeah. not close. There's not like, oh, mm-hmm. they're coming down to the to the wire and, oh, Christie puts him out by a nose. No, Christie is considerably more conservative. And he's not conservative. What does that tell you? This, uh, this documentary that was done by the BBC or uh, uh, Selena um, Scott oh, yeah. and of the BBC, uh, that NBC purchased from them. 
and they're just sitting on it. They're sitting on it. Mm -hmm. Gee, why? Uh, why indeed. Mm. Wait till that comes out. Of course, they won't care. They won't care what a slime bag he is. They won't care. Right, but he's, the he did the same thing to her that he's doing to Megyn Kelly for 20 years. Mm. 20 Creepy. years! He had, her, he had her in his private jet. She was doing a documentary on him. And uh, he's showing, showing her around the plane because they're going to Florida to see some of his properties there. And he takes her back to the, the jet bedroom. And he's like, yeah, look at this uh, beautiful white leather bed. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and he says, uh, yeah, I like beautiful things. That's why I like you so much. Ugh. Think about it. <laughs> Think so about he it. tried desperately to seduce her and, and get with her. It didn't her, work. And it did not work. And the... Uh, the <laughs> she's stupid. Yeah, right. And a, a pig. Dummy. And now she's ugly and all of that stuff. And a loser and she's never had any talent. When he introduced her to his uh, board of directors as the legendary... Uh, Selena Scott in the beginning, and then, you know, she's a total loser. She's washed up, and he's glad, and I'm doing great, and you're a loser, all that. And so he did the same thing. He, he got out press clippings of himself. He circled certain things, like billionaire, and then he'd write, uh, I just had the greatest year of my life. I hear you're not doing so well. Huh. I wonder why that happened, Donald Trump, and then he'd send it to her. And so that went on, that kind of oh, stuff. He's psychotic. Yeah. He's psychotic, this guy. He's psychotic. And now he's doing the same thing to Megyn Kelly. Same thing. For the same reasons. She didn't say something flattering about him at the debate. Uh, yeah, she let him really... off the hook with the letters, too. With the clippings and everything. She did. Down. She let him off the hook. She should hammer him on all that. About. She yes. should, if I were her, hopefully she saved him. I'd bring him out and show him to people. Yes. Show what a creepy freak this guy is. Well, I think he was just trying to be nice with no. 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 Mm -mm. You don't send letters like that. But never mind. <laughs> you, you, you did have to turn yeah, it there, didn't you? Yeah, okay. Mm. Uh, all right. And this one more thing uh, that we got to talk about is this Ben Carson deal. Um, it, I, I, this is really disappointing because Carson knows better than this. Carson is accusing Ted Cruz's campaign of spreading false rumors during the Iowa caucuses, claiming he was uh, suspending his bid. Well, uh, explain the timeline here, because CNN uh, reported this. Yeah, CNN reported, campaign. yeah, he was he was leaving the campaign trail, yeah. and um, I don't remember if they actually said he was dropping out, but th that was the speculation immediately that he was dropping out. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the crews sent, I guess they sent an, uh, a letter to the people at the caucuses and saying, hey, look, uh, you know, CNN is reporting that this guy might be dropping out. So the people at the caucus should know that because their vote's going to be wasted if they vote for him. Mm -hmm. So then uh, after that happened, and again, this is CNN starting. This is not Cruz's campaign starting. This is CNN starting it. And it was true. He was leaving the campaign trail. Um, but the Carson campaign said, well, what we, well, the reason why he's leaving is because he needed to get a fresh set of clothes. <laughs> a fresh set of clothes. Really? Okay. <laughs> so... Uh, and, and now, That's from great. there, it's it's a little bit un, uncertain exactly what happened. Mm. Cruz eventually, and I think, and honestly, like he didn't need to apologize for this, but he did. He said, you know, I, we should have sent out their their correction, um, you know, 
we should have said, okay, hey, by the way, he says they're going to get a fresh set of clothes. <laughs> like, I, you know, we should have reset that out. I mean, I mean, obviously, like, you know, someone brought up, if Ted Cruz had said, um, leaving the campaign trail, not going to the state uh, of the next election for three days, um, uh, do you think Ben Carson's team would have been like, hey, guys, uh, uh, Ted Cruz might be dropping out? Of course, of course they, they would have. Any campaign would have done that. I mean, it, yep. it makes a lot of sense, uh, to be perfectly honest, especially if you think you're going to get those supporters. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, that might have benefited. If Chris Christie did that, they might not have done that because it, the votes probably go to Marco Rubio. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So they probably wouldn't have done that. Uh, it's just a it's a really silly thing. So um, and Ben Carson now, I mean, look, Ben Carson has obviously hit the point of massive desperation. He's got a decent amount of money left, but he's getting no votes. Uh, this poll that you just uh, discussed, uh, Pat, had uh, here it was again, 38 uh, percent for Trump, 14 for uh, Cruz. Rubio at 12, Bush at 9, Kasich at 7, Christie at 6, Ben Carson, and Fiorina at 3. I mean, this is not happening for Ben. He's a good guy. Um, he's gone through a, a campaign. It's over. It's, it, but it's over. It's obviously it's over. over. Um, you know, look, so he, he got take your toys place. and go home. And shut up and stop your whining. Yeah, I'm so sick of these guys. The whining is, is bothersome. It Don't really bothers me. And the colluding whining. with the other campaigns pisses me off. I, I hated it when they did it to Romney, who I don't even like that much. If at all. Uh, but but when uh, McCain and Huckabee colluded against Romney in 2008 to get him out of, out of the race, that really pissed me off. And this really drives me out of my mind. Yeah, I just They're doing it all over again. Just 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 be honest and yeah. make arguments based on policies. Again, it's another thing. It's like that's to me like the Rubio stuff is, is tame compared to some of the stuff that Carson and Trump are doing. I just don't like it. Um, and, you know, I don't like the Rubio stuff either, but it's like I can't even focus on the Rubio stuff until this other nonsense stops. I mean, we're discussing, we're going to freaking birther controversies. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't want to wreck Rubio. He's, he's yeah, an like, option, you know? Yeah, yeah. But in, that we might, if Cruz ever faltered, we'd have to go to because he's now the it's only really, other acceptable candidate there. That's, it's getting sad. I mean, look at that field again uh, one more time. <laughs> uh, Trump, no way. Uh, mm -hmm. Cruz is second. Rubio, third. Then Bush, no way. No. Kasich, no, no. way. Christie, no, no way. Carson, I mean, I it's gotta not say happening no. anyway. But so Fiorina, I mean, no. she might be the next best one left. Yeah. I, I mean, she's Rand not Paul, very good. and she's not going to win. Rand Paul is out. Uh, you know. I knew he wouldn't last, though. I mean, we talked about that. You know, him yeah. trying to stick. Been faltering for a long time. Yeah. Plus, he wants. He can't. Uh, he can't run anymore for the president and still keep his hooks into that Senate seat. And he wants to keep that. that and by the way, and the worse, the longer you go and continue to get pummeled, the more your brand is damaged for, for next for, time. For next time, yeah. And it, you know he's got to be thinking next time. So you got to pull out and say, okay, I've taken a beating. I'm, I'm not going to do it anymore. Let's let the American people forget about this run. I'll do it again next time. Um, two, two, uh, two things to consider. Let me throw this out here. First of all, uh, as you bring up the Senate run, he's running for Senate uh, in, in Kentucky. Um, and he wants to make sure he's back in the he's Senate. Right, right, By the way, so do I. I want Rand Paul in the Senate too. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Um, big time. I mean, you know, let's. It's it's tough. You know, you get a guy loses, and it's it's easy to like you know look at all the negatives. But I mean, Rand Paul, he has made a few mistakes. But the over, overall, I'm really happy to have him representing the American people in the Senate. I really am. Um, what about this theory though? Let me throw this out here for a second. <laughs> no one's gonna like this one. Let's just say. Bernie Sanders, right? He wins. Or maybe or even Hillary wins, right, on the Democratic side. Trump wins on the Republican side. What are your thoughts of Rand Paul running as, let's say, a libertarian as a third-party candidate 
and trying to slide in there in the middle. Yeah, I thought totally about possible. that. Totally I mean, first fine. of all, I would vote yeah, for him. I thought in the about Cruz doing that too. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know, but I, I, I mean, Cruz has no friends. Right, uh, as right. we've told Why over not? and over again, right. everybody hates him. Why, Why not? No, I'll tell you. I mean, again, like, and they're going, like, well, that's going to hand it to Hillary Clinton. It's interesting, though. Rand, uh, Cruz, you know, you could make that argument because he would take, you know, right wing votes, and and Trump, Trump, Trump would obviously be the middle candidate there. Mm-hmm. Trump would be the one in the middle, not 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 Ted Cruz. Um, he'd be the conservative one. And the same thing with Rand Paul. But Paul has that. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, for some reason, I always think of you know. I mean, obviously, his dad ran as a third party. Uh, he's more of a libertarian. He has a natural fit with that party. But it's also just like he, the libertarian thing is sort of down the middle. He'd be able to get the, the left on some of the NSA stuff, maybe. He'd be able to get some of the right. He's not a, a great primary candidate for the Republicans because there's enough stuff he's out of step on with Republicans, especially foreign policy. Maybe as a. In the primary. Yeah, right? and Trump is so I mean, bad. Yeah. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. I don't think he That's would not do a bad it, idea. But I mean, I, it's not a bad idea. I don't know if he has the money to do that or the the the, the will the will to yeah. do that. That'd be really tough. Yeah, that'd be a tough campaign. All right, look, everybody wants clean, great tasting water, right? But um, what's really the best way to get it? Mm. Well, you know, I, pe- I see people in grocery stores uh, carrying, of course, carts and carts of bottled water. You're getting them mm-hmm. in those cases. Uh, you know, they're spending obviously a lot more than you know what you could get it for. Yeah, that's not cheap. Uh, that's that's for darn sure. What what about having a filter? Well, a filter is great. Oh, you mean like this? Oh well, that is a, it's of course an option. Uh, up here. What? I will say that a lot of the popular filters that a lot of people have don't really seem to do much mm. <laughs> of anything. Right. Uh, this is where, of course, the Alexa Pure Pro comes in. This is where it comes in, and our friends at My Patriot Supply. Uh, develop this Alexa Pure Pro. It's really an amazing and innovative unit. Uh, fits on your countertop. It looks really good. It removes up to 99.9999% of any contaminant. Mm-hmm. And it's just pennies on the gallon, too. Yeah, we actually talked to these guys uh, a while ago. Uh, they came in and talked to us from My Patriot Supply. They've been developing this thing for years. Years mm-hmm. they've been working on this um, because you know they know that it, everyone knows the basic uh, water filtration system that you can you know you can buy in any store. They wanted to make it much better than that, and they and, did, and they have. It's super easy to use. Visit blazewater.com, blazewater.com, or call 888-895-7746 today to order your Alexa Pure Pro. It's going to ship right to your door for free. Yeah, this is uh, more effective than most common filters at a fraction of the long-term cost. So, again, give them a call at 888-895-7746. 888-895-7746 is my Patriot Supply. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on washing and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now.
Hey, it's Patton Stu. By the way, the New Hampshire poll we were talking about a few minutes ago. In that poll, I don't think we mentioned, on the Democrat side? Oh, yeah. Socialist Bernie Sanders leads by 30 points, by the way. Well, just almost. 29. Yeah, it's 29. 62, no, 61-32 over Hillary Clinton. Yes, a socialist leads by nearly 30 points in the Democrat Party. I don't want to hear another word from Democrats ever. I don't want to hear a peep out of them. I don't want to hear, oh, we're Republicans. Shut up. You've got a socialist leading by 30 in New Hampshire. I don't want to hear it. I, I, I don't want a Democrat to ever speak again. I don't want to hear it. Nothing. You can't say anything about anything because you've got no credibility anymore. I mean, that is as extreme as you can get when you've got a socialist who is an anti-constitutional guy. By definition. Now, would Bernie Sanders claim he's, he's anti-constitutional? No. But he is, by definition. A socialist can't be a person who loves our Constitution and wants to abide by our Constitution because they don't work together. It's like oil and water. So I don't want to hear from these stupid Democrats about how extreme the Republicans are. The right-wing extremists, shut up. You don't have one thing to talk about. Not one. Hmm. I mean, they should be embarrassed. This should be the biggest humiliation in the history of the Democrat Party. By far. I mean, what, what is worse than this? Yeah, you know, it would be interesting is to go back to the, the days of, uh, um, you know, even go back as early as probably the 90s. But I mean, going back from the 90s back to, let's say, the 60s, or like, you know, back to JFK and those era, and take what those guys, those Democrats, were saying about socialism. Yeah. What were they saying about socialism? Because you go mm-hmm. back to uh, the 90s and you'll hear a State of the Union address in which Bill Clinton says the era of big government is over. That's what the, that was what the Democrats were in the 90s. Now they're, they, Jeez, they got a socialist winning. I mean, yeah, but he, he's, he, he's in a neighboring state. You do know that Hillary Clinton's from one state away, right? Like, it's not like, it's not like Hillary Clinton's a southern candidate and, uh, or a western candidate, and he's you know, from the same state. They almost touch. Yeah, they, they almost touch. They're the ones in New York and in New Hampshire away. almost touch. You could drive from Vermont <laughs> to New York in like 40 minutes. <laughs> okay? It's not like this. Yeah, it's not like Texas. No. Okay. It's, it's, they're they're all jammed together right there. They're all neighbors. They're all happy little friends uh, back east. And it's, it's inconceivable to me that a socialist could be, I mean, and 68% of Democrats are fine with a socialist in the White House. I mean, wow. Have they, and they've come such a long way. Like you said, from the Clinton days, Bill Clinton, who said the era of big government is over, to now, what is that, 20 years? He probably said that 20 years ago. Yeah. That is a pretty fast uh, slide down a socialist hill for the Democrat Party. Uh, I mean, the Republicans have done nothing like that. You've done nothing like that. They, they always say, Ronald Reagan wouldn't even recognize this party. No, because it's gone so far to the left. That's true. He wouldn't recognize the mainstream Republicans. He would certainly recognize Ted Cruz. He would be akin to, to Ted Cruz. He would be proud of Ted Cruz. Uh, but the rest of the stupid party, he, he wouldn't recognize because they're all Democrats. To, to him, they would be. I mean, this is the most amazing slide to the left in the country's history, I think. Well, other than maybe when um, 
you know, socialists filled up the Madison Square Garden uh, in the 20s and 30s uh, when the Nazi movement was yeah. kind of taking root. Yeah, I mean, that's a But totally we learned different... some important lessons well, there. You know, Eugene Debs, you talked about. Debs, uh, yeah, Debs. In, in, in 1912. 6% of the vote. Yeah, I mean, there was an, there was an era where we this. did look at it. Sanders will get a lot more than the 6%. Yeah, I mean, everyone talks about Trump. Trump got 24%. Bernie Sanders got 50 in Iowa. 50. 50% of a party went to a socialist. Is Trump crazier than a socialist? No. I mean, he is absolutely nuts. But, I mean, policy-wise, he's closer to the American mainstream than a freaking socialist is. Mm -hmm. At least that used to be the case. I don't know when we embraced that. <sighs> I never did. Really something. Yeah. Really something. Yeah. Uh, a bill penned by Democratic uh, Council member Kenyon McDuffie gained unanimous approval from the D.C. Council. The legislation called the Neighborhood Engagement Achieves Results Amendment Act of 2016. Uh, they just wanted to name something near the NEAR Act. Uh, would establish an office to identify as many as 200 residents annually who are at risk of committing violent crimes or becoming a victim of such crimes. Well, that's great. So what we're doing is... Um, uh, this will pay people. It's a bill that will pay people not to commit crimes. Right. Individuals will be instructed to participate in life planning, trauma-informed therapy, and other programs. If they comply and don't commit crimes, then they would receive a stipend. The legislation was based on a Richmond, California program that pays individuals who participate as much as $9,000 a year. Right. And, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, if you're... You can... <laughs> You can get what? more for selling goods than nine grand a year. <laughs> uh, how do you address you? really weird. I just have a ton told wow. when you You're told by talk about different people. Who are the people that are telling different you? Different people. Different people. Different people. That's almost always the case with people. They're almost different always different people. people. I love the idea too that they are just going to uh, you know, you're at risk to committing crime. Yeah. How, would, uh, how about you get I think I'd make be a life plan? A little offended by that. Yeah. Wait, what? Um, <laughs> I'm at why risk you, of committing a what? Wait. Why, why do you think I'm going to commit crimes? What did I What did I do? Uh, You're telling Really? <laughs> have you been watching me or are you doing some sort of psychoanalysis of well, me? We just know where you live and Yeah. Everybody in that neighborhood commits crime. Yeah, that's kind of what they're saying, which is I mean, if, you know, if this was a, a Republican, it would be completely oh racist. I mean, yeah, it'd be like basically, they, oh, you're in the inner city? Well, we're going to target people in the inner city. Yeah, I'm sure, we'll do it to we'll apply it to everyone. But we just happen to pick an area that has 96% you know, black people. <laughs> um, and uh, that's not really gonna, I mean, that's essentially what they're doing. Yeah. And it's the same thing that is a, uh, uh, it's a big problem um, that we see constantly with, with what did Bush used to call it? The uh, soft bigotry of low expectations. Mm -hmm. um, and that is really what it is. It's like saying, oh, well, we expect you to commit some crimes, obviously, so we'll pay you to not commit them. Uh, that's, that's really, I mean, that's just Cheaper racist. Or it's racist. It's, big, it's, it's, it's bizarre. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the future crimes unit from uh, Minority Report. It's a lot of weird, weird, bad things. Now, I will say, into one. we would be happy to pay you, Jeffy. <laughs> To stop committing crimes. Or to stop coming well, here. look. How much would it cost look, us to get you to stop coming in? More than $9,000 a year. Really? Really? Wow. You, you don't make that now. You that so that's why it would cost you more <laughs> to get me to stop coming here. All right. 888 back. More patents, too, uh, is on the way. Oh, cool. Just momentarily. I like that show. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great, good. great, great show. I wouldn't say that. No, a lot of people said, best show ever. That, yeah, I know. Ever. I think people were high. No. Uh, you know. Well, high on us. Oh, <laughs> High on the show, high on life.
do here. It's called a fact-finding mission, Pat. It's called We Have the Truth. Actually, it's, it's called We Have a Country. It's called We Have a Country. It's called Manage. It's called Winning. Okay. You were gonna, we win so much, mm. you're going to get tired of us winning. Yeah. You want to well, see us win yet again here, Pat? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to see us win again. So, little seven news. Uh, By the way, we're undefeated in the primary so far, in the primary season, unbeaten. Is Donald Trump? No. No, he's, no, he's not. He actually hasn't won any. He's winless. Offenses. But he's going to try to Mr. win. Mr. Winner, I'm winning because I'm a winning winner who wins. Who wins. Is winless. Mm. Okay, but go ahead. Um, I, I need to look into this poll a little bit more. But my, ex, my, un, my belief was that there have not been any polls that have come out past this. And I kind of mentioned this on radio as well. Like, there's some that are saying that they have and some, but I don't think it's actually true. And then true. today you found out you're dead right. freaking wrong. Again, this is what they're reporting. <laughs> This is what we've been waiting for, uh, our yeah. first 7 News yeah. UMass Lowell tracking poll of right. New Hampshire that includes reaction to the Iowa caucus. Uh -huh. Now, that is a technically true statement. However, the poll was taken over three days, two of which were before Iowa. So they took them on uh, January 31st, February 1st, so the uh, results were not out yet, and then February 2nd. So only one-third of the results actually include reaction. So I'd like to see maybe what the splits are on those days. If, they, you know, if they're the exact same, it's not a, that much of a story. But again, the sample size will be too close, too, mm -hmm. uh, too small to be able to tell anything out of that. You'd have a margin of error of close to 10 points. So, I mean, really, I don't think we do have this. Uh, so it's an interesting uh, addition, yeah. I would say, to, uh, to that story because they don't, it's not just, you know, like we could see that the third day there was a huge change. Um, and it's not going to be reflected in those overall numbers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in your face, mm. UMass Lowell 7 News poll. Nicely done, Steve. Yeah. Nicely uh, done. They're running scared. Uh, apparently, Finnish TV. We're, we're kind of looking into this, and it looks like it's showed up on uh, a lot of uh, sites, and it's apparently believable. Um, but Finnish TV has apparently produced a video which outlines how a woman can avoid being raped on the street. Uh, so just in case you ever wind up in, in Finland, you, f you find yourself walking on the streets of Helsinki or uh, Vasa or Tampere, perhaps, uh, here's something that might be helpful for you. There you go. Stop! Put your hand up and say, stop! Stop! Okay, all right. Right now, this okay. would be helpful in any country. Yeah. EI. No. No. You just tell him no. Here comes a guy. He grabs her. No. And she pushes him. That's effective. Oh, wow. Superpower push. Look at that. She means business, you can tell. And then she pushes back with both hands. This Stop. Be serious. Oh, this is awful. This can't this be, be real. This can't be serious. It is in the snow, though, so apparently it did happen in Finland. Uh, she pushed him again. Ooh, she hit him with her purse. Hit him with her purse. With buzzer. Boom. Bam. Nobody can stand up to that. Stop. <laughs> Push. <laughs> oh, okay, purse. okay. She's using Jedi no powers no on him. This is not real. It can't be real. It cannot be real. All right, use your purse, say no, use your hands. And does it have a logo at the end? Y-L-E. Utuset. I, I don't know. I have to ask my son. He lived in Finland for two years. We'll have to see if that's real. I, it can't be, right? I mean, I know Finland's a small country. Uh, 
with probably, you know, I mean, it's five million people. So it's not even the size of the of the Dallas Metroplex <laughs> population. But they must have somebody who could produce a better video than that. Fair point. Come on. Really? That is amazing if that's true. But we're slightly skeptical at this point. Meanwhile, public school principal bans Valentine's Day, Christmas, Thanksgiving, and other dominant holidays. Latest insanity in America's education system concerns Bursvento Elementary School in St. Paul. They've decided to ban Valentine's Day along with other so-called dominant holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, because the dominant view could... Here's what could happen. Oh, no. Yeah. No, it... It could, not according to loud. suppress someone else's view, unquote. <laughs> it could, and that would, that would not be good. If I suppressed your view, like if your view of Valentine's Day is different from mine, I'd be suppressing your view because you don't think of it of a, right? as a day of love and romance, right? Now, Christmas, if, if I celebrate Christmas and you don't, why, I've suppressed your view somehow. I mean, I, I guess you could still think of whatever you want, but... Could I? That's a good question. Mm. I don't the know answer that to I that is apparently no. Mm-hmm. What you're talking about is holiday assault. Holiday assault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't like yeah. it. Here's what the, the principal said. My personal feeling is we need to find a way to honor and engage in holidays that are inclusive of our student population. The uh, letter he sent out to parents, which began circulating on Facebook was titled Supporting St. Paul Students and Teachers and opens, I have come to the difficult decision to discontinue the celebration of the dominant holidays until we can come to a better understanding of how the dominant view will suppress Mm. someone else's view. Mm. One of the concerns I have, he wrote, is whether or not this practice is encroaching on the educational opportunities Mm -hmm. of others and threatening the culture of tolerance and respect for all. Kind of reminds me... um, Where are the Sherry's berries? This guy should be fired immediately. (laughs) Fired immediately. You think? Yeah. And sent to a gulag somewhere. Fired and sent to a gulag. He doesn't even deserve a trial. I mean, he's been tried and convicted in the court of Pat. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. The court of Pat. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not a lot of Mm -hmm. uh, legal scholars believe in the court of Pat. Not a lot. There's not a lot. There's a few. They, too, Lawrence Tribe be, believes it. They, too, and should, should be, be fired and sent to a gulag. All the... All the stupid people this who is don't really, agree with It's me. kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Eventually, everyone <laughs> will believe in the court of Pat because you'll have killed everyone who doesn't. That's correct. Well, not necessarily killed. I've just sent them to a gulag for a while. And they're going to die and they there. they can think about their activities. Are they going to die there? You probably, could. They're probably they might. There. They might not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's a fun. That's a fun little uh, system. I, by the way, support <sighs> fully the court of Pat. Thank you. Thank Are you going to send me to Gulag? No, because you're doing the right thing, mm-hmm. uh, and you're not suppressing my point of view. Triple eight seven two seven. Back more patents too coming up in a sec. Oh, I'm going to do Goldline first. All right, cool. Uh, Goldline has created a game changer. You know it. Uh, it's the little credit card. Th- I don't have it in my hand right now because Glenn, when Glenn's not here, he just like locks it up. And You're pretending to have it. But it's like mm-hmm. right th- it's about this size. It's pretty cool, mm-hmm. um, and it, it uh, it's really in, really amazing because it's the uh, it's that little credit card thing. It holds five little pieces of gold, um, and it's great to be able to to divide up without you know. It's hard to break a gold bar apart or a gold coin and try to give a percentage of that. It's not really going to happen. The Royal Canadian Mint has created this. It's the first ever one-tenth of an inch, 99.99% pure gold bullion legal tender bar. It's available in that unique credit card packaging, and it contains five individually sealed bars, so you can take it anywhere. 
It's ideal for barter in a crisis. Uh, and, you know, qualifying purchases are still uh, eligible for Goldline's two-way price guarantee program. Let me tell you about the people at Goldline for a second, though. The people at Goldline are people that I trust. These are the people that I buy. When I buy gold, I buy it from Goldline. Um, these are people who actually care if this works for you. They don't, they, you know, they, they don't sit here and say, hey, you should put 100% of your money in gold. They say, look at it, see if it's right for you. Maybe 10% of your portfolio should be in gold. Maybe it's 5%. Maybe it's 15 Look at it. Try to figure it out for you and your family. Is it right for you and your family? Give them a call, and they'll walk you through it. 800-913-GOLD. Read their important risk information, which they'll, they'll give to you, and see if buying gold is right for you and your family. Ask about their accumulation special as well, which Glenn is, you know, he was one of the guys who got this started up. It's really cool. 100 bucks a month, and you can start getting gold without having to come up with some big upfront cash purchase. 1-800-913-GOLD. It's 1-800-913-GOLD. Gold line. Give them a call. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Welcome to uh, Pat and Stu. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A cop was escorted from uh, class seven. because his gun made the professor uncomfortable. Um, oh, good. Yeah. Good. Escorted out of uh, out of a class at a college because his gun uh, bothered the professor. The school has since apologized. Police officers, a student, was in uniform at the time. Uh, your gun is making me uncomfortable. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. So your stupidity is making me uncomfortable, <laughs> yeah, Professor. Uh, I'm the one with the gun. Why yeah. don't you leave? Okay? <laughs> right. You're so worried about it. Uh, this uh, it's such an unbelievable situation we're in, in the United States of America. It's crazy. Uh, all right, the Super Bowl is coming up on Sunday, and uh, I, I love the bad lip-reading thing. It's, it's really fun. And uh, here's a 2016 NFL bad lip-reading situation, another uh, a great classic moment from the bad lip-reading people. And it goes like this. I said, kickery-key. I mean, there's a snake over there. There's a snake over there. And, you know, I don't know if it bit a guy, but I don't <laughs> want to be that close to it. I got a squirt. Got a squirt. I got a squirt. Gonna squirt. Gonna squirt. You should be out there playing accordion. Hey, he goes <laughs> to the mall. Florida. Florida is where Disney World is. Florida. <laughs> In Florida. Oh, no, please don't cry. Why can't you be smooth? Smooth. No, I know. They keep I taking know. the ball. No, 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 no. Look, 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 look. You ain't smooth while you're crying and all emotional, right? You have to know that at your age. Hey, gotta lick it. I can't. It's nasty. And it's serious. Girlfriend four, girlfriend two. Girl one. We're gonna put the ball at the third and whatever. I don't want to measure. Are you a Pisces? <laughs> Rain's gonna come out of that thing. You mean that clown? Yeah, whatever. It's a rain thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's a. How do I don't know do how it? they do it. it, it takes, do it? It's, it's got to take for, uh, forever to do that right. To, first of all, to figure out what words fit there to make sense, uh, you got to fit the the lip movement, and then you have to put it together, and you've got to edit it carefully. And you, uh, it's unbelievable. I, I would love to know that. Uh, that would be really interesting. The I'd process. love to watch the show with that process. Yeah, process. We should probably try to get them on the air sometime. I don't know if the, you know what their political persuasion is. Maybe they hate our guts, but. I'm a big fan. That's awesome that, stuff. That's just amazing. Like, I guess awesome. there's got to be some, like, 
I mean, I, I feel like it's like you get a, like maybe a transcript of, of what's mm-hmm. actually said and like things that it could mean, like mm-hmm. maybe, and then they can go back and try to match it. Maybe. I'm so, I'm but it's got to be by a, that. It's got to be a tough process, though, right? It's got to be. A, gotta find someone first, someone right? has had to have written a story about this. It's amazing. It has to be out there. Yeah. Did, was there a part two? Because I said part one. Is that it? Is that all we have? That's all we have today. Well, right. 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 I want more now. <laughs> it was really good. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. So uh, who do you, who do you think wins uh, on Sunday? You probably think Carolina. Huh? I pr- I do. I mean, you know, there's not a lot of fifteen and one teams. Uh, you know, there's only been a few of them, and usually when you get to fifteen and one, you win the Super Bowl. Actually, typical. seventeen and one. They, and, and, yeah, 16, I mean, if you count the playoffs, yeah. but I'm just saying, yeah. 15 to one in the, in the uh, regular season, and they played well. Uh-huh. They've actually looked better late in the season than they did early in the season. I, I mean, don't want them to win. I don't want them to. Yeah, I think I'm rooting for the Panther or for the uh, uh, the Broncos. I guess. Uh, I absolutely. Like I am like absolutely rooting for the Broncos. Them. But I do kind of like the uh, mm. I do kind of like the Panthers. You know, I don't I don't dislike them. It's not like you know you've seen me on other uh, past years. You know, with Seattle, for example, mm-hmm. like really anything. For them to lose, mm-hmm. um, but you know, this I don't have a heart. I don't have strong passion against either of these teams. You know, like you know, uh, I, mean, I like I like Cam Newton. I like I like Peyton Manning a lot. Um, you know, Man- Manning is seemingly really likable, and I would like to see him kind of go out. This is like the one year where he's not the favorite. He's coming into this game. Nobody expects anything out of him. There's seven, you know, six, seven point underdogs. Yeah, and he, uh, everybody's saying this is the last year because he's going to retire after the Super Bowl. So. Be nice to send him out a winner. That'd be awesome. Triple eight seven two seven back. More Pat and Stu coming up. And Jeffy told it's not me. freezing cold outside. Uh, the cold front's going to miss us. Uh, it's not coming here. Uh, we're going to get on the uh, tail end of that, and it's not going to be very cold. It's we 44. have 44 degrees in the DFW Both of right the now. the fronts that are across the country. Uh, we are on the tail end of those on the outskirts uh, of those. It's not as cold as the other parts of the country. Well, it's oh, never as cold as other parts cold. of the country in That's Texas. Right. Wow. Do you realize right. the- we're in Texas? <laughs> Pat, I never considered it could be colder at another place <laughs> in, in this country. I have either. Like what? Alaska? Do you wow. think that be colder than here? <laughs> no way could that happen. At the very top of a mountain? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I hate you Jeffy mean Leonard. New York might be colder in winter than Dallas? <laughs> is that possible? At times it is possible, uh, yes. Helena, Montana, could that be colder than here? <laughs> no. You have to understand. Uh, we're commercial. not going to get the cold. <laughs> in, in the cold is not going to be here. <laughs> in the commercial breaks, we have to deal with Jeffy weather all the time. Or just Jeffy acting like he's a meteorologist and telling us all the future weather that's going to happen. He's not never, a meteorologist. He's never right. And he doesn't even play uh, not radio. true. What do you mean I've never right? <laughs> You've never been right oh before. My I'm not saying in the future it could happen once. <laughs> He's he missed his calling. He thinks, he thinks. as <laughs> as a meteorologist, and we, I mean he missed something clearly. 
Clearly. Yeah. Clear. That is clear. When the Lord said brains, Clearly. he thought he said trains, and he took oh, one. Oh, thank you. He, he took week. one to the... Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 888-727-BAG. A uh, prominent private intel firm is offering a chilling prediction on what the world should expect in 2016. Sounds like Glenn Beck. Uh, uh, they're calling it an unsettling year. Uh, with old geopolitical realities resurfacing across Eurasia and commodity prices stuck in a slump, 2016 shaping up to be an unsettling year for much of the world, according to this firm. U.S. and Russia still locked in an intractable standoff. True. Nationalism resurfacing in Europe. Anybody else thinking somebody else has said this a, like a long time ago? <laughs> Is that no? like a, familiar? One, one of Jeffy's familiar? weather predictions? No. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. This uh, nationalism Price front is going to push right by us. Uh, <laughs> right uh, Europe's not going to get it. They're not going to get it. this one. No. Right at the tail end of that nationalism thing. Probably wind up in North Africa, nationalism. <laughs> you know what's going to happen is Nigerians are going to be really proud of their country pretty soon. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> and the Moroccans, man, they're, they're proud. They're a proud people. Uh, the price of oil and other commodities are low. Chinese consumption is falling, and countries around the world are more resolved than ever to uh, before than ever before to intensify their military campaigns against the Islamic State. So, all of these connected trends play out. They say will determine how the tumultuous uh, year will kind of unfold. But the forecast predicts that Turkey will begin to flex its uh, muscle, moving into northern Syria trying to occupy parts of Iraq. I, I don't believe that's going to happen. I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say Turkey stays where they are. Because they're, they're not going to, they're a NATO country. They're not going to unilaterally just go into Syria if we tell them not to. And if we have the right president, they will tell them not to, right? I mean, that would make things really bad if Turkey moves into northern Syria. Um, well, that guy's been doing what he wants. I mean, you're right. But if this administration, something going to happen if they do? Well, he's best nope. friends with Obama. So, you know, under Obama, it could happen. Um, so, And I guess they are predicting for 2016. That would be before the next president. So maybe. Uh, it just seems unlikely to me. Russia, it predicts, will try to gain leverage with the U.S. As both countries try to advance their interests in the Middle East, especially Syria, U.S. will give little, using counterterrorism operations to deny the Kremlin the leverage it seeks while strengthening relations with European partners. Yeah, that's not going to happen either. We're not good enough to do this stuff. Under this president, under this leadership, we are, you know, the sad reality is he wouldn't instigate any of this. He will not, he will not say, yeah, go ahead and do that. He, he won't sign off on this kind of stuff. The firm also predicts that as terrorist organizations try to expand more into the Western world, European nations will embrace a sense of nationalism, minimizing free movement between European Union countries. Now, see, Glenn predicted this kind of stuff nationalism the rise of nationalism in mm-hmm. europe years ago mm-hmm. five years six years ago and you know and as he will tell you he was called crazy for it yeah <laughs> you know yeah said you know there might even be a, a, a sort of a neo-nazi uh, movement that kind of springs up it's happened in several places certainly greece among them um it's happening in in germany right now uh with uh, with the influx of the immigrants from syria you got a million of these immigrants, of the Muslim immigrants into Germany with completely different cultures. And we've seen how that's working out so far. It's just not, 
They're not mixing well. They're not assimilating well. It's not going well. And that's going to piss people off more and more and more as time goes on. So, yeah, some of these things may happen. But as far as the moves we make, I doubt we're going to do anything about anything. Do you, do you have any confidence that we'll do anything about anything? No. Not under this guy? No. No, I mean, this is, you know, you get focused in the presidential race and you forget that, that unfortunately, President Obama is still there. Still there. Doing things. Um, Seriously, and, you do, because we have barely mentioned the guy mm-hmm. in about a year. And this is what a lame duck presidency is, right? Like, yeah. you don't even get any attention. No one yeah. cares about your bills. No one, you know. It's on TV right now. I don't give a rat's ass what he's saying. I don't care. Oh, he went to a mosque today. That was actually what happened. Oh, right. First in time Boston. he's gone to a mosque. Uh, in in America, he's uh, speaking right now. It's the first mosque in America. He's yeah, been he's to? been. I think yeah. mosques in other countries, but this is the first time he's ever been to a mosque. And they said that he. Um, I heard. I think Josh Ernest is talking about it today. Right, it's in Baltimore. It's in Baltimore yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he said, um, uh, uh, he's going there because you know he wants to show his support for you know different religions, and he also wants to make a statement about. Uh, the uh, Republican uh, nomination process, where they are outwardly vilifying religious minorities. Oh, bull crap. Now, Shut up. Look, <laughs> I'll give you one guy is. I'll give it to you. You know what? I'd love to be able to sit here and disagree, but I'll mm. give it to you with Donald Trump. Yes, he kind of is. Oh, is that but it's one about? freaking candidate, okay? And he's crazy. And he's also yeah. more liberal than he's conservative. <clears throat> I'm not so, even sure I'd give him Trump. I, I don't know that he's vilifying other races. I think he is. Do you? I, I, don't, I, do. I don't know that i give him that. I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's... I'm going to defend Trump a little bit on that. I, That's you know, okay. It's allowed on this network. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think. Not for me. I, I don't. Allowed. You know, he he has a lot of Muslim friends. I don't know if you're aware of that. <laughs> I'm sure he does. They call him all the time to say, we love the fact that I we like couldn't travel doing. here. Not all of them try to say that, but a lot of them do. A lot of them do. A lot of them do. Yeah. I mean, I, look, I think, I think he does broadly generalize. Uh, he does. About, he about just, he's inarticulate. We all know that. And he doesn't articulate things well. And when he said the thing about Mexicans in the beginning, that they, you know, the rapists are coming over the border. He didn't mean all Mexicans are rapists. No, no. In fact, and we defended him on that point we from did. the beginning. Right. Like it was a terrible way of wording it because of the it fact was. He's he said, inarticulate. He said, you know, the rapists they're sending them over here, and I assume, I assume, I don't know, but I assume some of them might be good people. <laughs> now look, yeah. it's the exact opposite, right? Like. We should yeah. assume that some of them are rapists because, of course, people who come across the border, mm-hmm. just like people who are here, some of them are actually committing mm-hmm. uh, horrible crimes. Mm-hmm. And to secure a border, to stop that is a real thing. Mm-hmm. But to say that you don't even know for sure, you're just assuming that some of them aren't rapists is just absurd. Yeah. Um, of course, that's true. Um, you know, that doesn't mean that you don't, you don't have a, you know, doesn't mean that we don't have a country. It doesn't mean that we don't have management. It doesn't mean, I mean the Chinese built a wall. So I mean, you know, there Thank you go. Thank you. Thank you. How long ago was it? A beautiful. A, was wall. it just the big l- last year or something? When door. did they build this wall? Uh, like 1,300 years ago. Holy something cow! Like that. Wow. And uh, did it work? There? Now what? They, what they did, by the way, just <laughs> in case you're wondering how they did that, was was mainly slave labor. Um, <laughs> well, that's what we're going to do this time. We're going to do this time too. Yeah. So um, don't so. worry about it. Mexico is going to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Okay. You know, but he pisses me off. Uh, he's a guy who's accepted money from 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 Trump. He's a guy who, who Obama. Obama's had money from Trump. Yeah, didn't he? Didn't oh, didn't Trump donate to him too? I've never seen that before. He well, didn't donate here, to Obama. Oh no! Here comes a tweet. Yeah. 
Oh, boy. Oh, what? no, Pat Gray. No. What? Pat Gray lied about sad what I do? exclamation point. <clears throat> I voted to him that he gave money to I Obama. I don't think he ever did. Never lie. He, I believe he voted for Obama. Okay, he didn't. Um, okay, he did not. That, that's, didn't, he's he does never not given money. That. Why has he given money to every other Democrat and not the that's president a good question. of the United because States? Because fr he's friends with John McCain. So when he was, he, he had done lots of favors for McCain over the years. They had had the little yeah, buddy, buddy relationship. Yeah, but I don't think he voted for McCain. I don't think he did either. I think in the privacy of the voting booth, mm -hmm. he pulled the, I mean, and there's lots of evidence. We laid it out. There's, you mm -hmm. know, I think Glenn had 17 points that would support that uh, thesis. He praised the guy before, during, during and, and after, after the election. I mean, yep. so I do believe he voted for about um, Barack Obama because he's a, he's been a dedicated long-term progressive. All right, I but, misspoke. He but uh, I don't think he donate, ever did donate. Didn't donate to mm -hmm. Barack Obama. Just Harry Reid, Nancy, Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Schumer uh, Anthony Spitzer, Weiner, Elliot Spitzer, Hillary Clinton, the Clinton Foundation, on and on. But all right, Triple Eight. So there's my defense of Trump for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Strong, wasn't it? Yeah, that was really, powerful. Wow. I, I came from the heart. Triple Eight Seven Two Seven Beck Eight 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 Seven Two Seven B E C K. Meanwhile, a top journal uh, German journalist admits live on air. Uh, that there's a, an agenda set by the government, former head of the National Public Service broadcaster, Zweitz Deutsches Fernsehkrank. <laughs> Whatever it is in Germany. Eat Einderglockenspiegen, der Fahrzeugnuken. That's the government network right there. Yeah. Uh, bon Dr. Uh, Wolfgang Hurleys made the remarks during a radio event in Berlin where journalists discussed the media landscape. Moving on to the freedom of the press, the panel chair asked Dr. Hurley's whether things in Germany had gotten to a uh, had got seriously out of whack. With an honesty perhaps unusual in Germany, he replied that ordinary Germans were totally losing faith in the media, something he called a scandal. We have a problem that now I'm mainly talking about the public media. We have a, a closeness to the government, not only because commentary is mainly in line with the Grand Coalition. And, and then he names their parties uh, with the spectrum of opinion, but also because we're completely taken in by the agenda laid down by the political class. How I wish someone in American journalism had the giblets to admit the same thing exists here. But mm -hmm. they, they wouldn't do that. They would never do that. You imagine if uh, Tom Brokaw or... Uh, Brian Williams or anybody said, "Yeah, we're we're st what's happened to the media now is it's too aligned uh, with mm. the uh, government. Mm. It's too in line with the Barack Obama administration. We have an agenda now. <laughs> that that would be refreshing. It's not going to happen, but it would be refreshing." Uh, he says, "There's many topics that would be more important than what the government wants, but they, of course, want to deflect attention away from what uh, doesn't happen." Yet what doesn't happen is often more important than what does happen, more important than gesture politics. And so there you go. Huh. How about That's that? That's an interesting observation. Isn't it? Who knew it was true? It would be nice to have uh, somebody here do that. I would like that. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen, though. No, it is not. No. No. They're just as aligned as really any group. Media people are monolithic. I mean, we've seen those percentages of donations and, and, and voting habits, and it's, it is actually unbelievable, the percentage of journalists. Yeah, it's in the like 80 percentile range, yeah. right? Of of Democrats or liberals or identify with the Democrat Party or yeah, whatever. Kind of and I think like seven or nine percent are conservative, Republican. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an unbelievable disparity there. No doubt. But that's because they all come up in the system. They all go to the same journalistic schools, like Missouri, 
Um, and and that's what happens to you when you've been indoctrinated like that. They're little little indoctrination uh, uh, camps. Where did you go to a meteorology school? <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Stu, you don't need to go to meteorology school to know the weather. <laughs> Spoons University has that <laughs> university of eighteen. You do have to go to a school, though, to become a meteorologist. Yeah. That, that is a thing, however, and yeah. see, that's why you're not one. So, In fact, yeah. you barely can read other people's work right. uh, about so. meteorology. <laughs> um, you're, oh, no, that hurt him. Oh, no, see, see, see you. now you've attacked his weather acumen, and that, <laughs> that, is, that hurts We him. could call him a drug you call dealer, him a fat rapist. pig all the time, <laughs> and that doesn't hurt. It doesn't don't care. challenge don't, his don't weather ability. We're sorry. <laughs> that was over the line. That was over the line. Okay. <laughs> uh, sponsor this half hour is a great company called Go. Uh, Go brings solar energy to you in a way that's actually affordable. It's a crazy concept. Yeah, if you want to increase the value of your home and you want to save money at the same time, Go can help you do that. They install it for $0 out of pocket. It's a great deal. No, uh, not Jeff. He's left. He's actually walked off the he's set. He's actually left our the set. Wow. Wow. Oh, You're right, so Jeffy. We're sorry, Just Jeffy. do your damn commercial. <laughs> Save 20 to 30% of what you're currently paying to power your home. Uh, and it's not just uh, us. Over 60,000 satisfied customers uh, have uh, already gone with Go. Uh, we've got the best warranty in the industry. They've got great mm -hmm. customer service, lots of local uh, offices to take care of you. Uh, you know, customer I'd say service about 60, and, if I'm not mistaken. It's about around, 60. Around 60? Technically. Yeah. Uh, and they will take care of all the maintenance and everything. You've got to read all the details, but it's a great, great service. So find out if Go is available in your area. Just go to GoSolarWithTheBlaze.com and, and power your home more affordably with GoSolarWithTheBlaze.com. Huh? I have a little game for us to play. Yeah, all right. This is, uh, you can play along at home, and uh, it's, uh, I think it's going to be really fun. Okay? Okay. All right. Here's the scenario. Name the city. Mm. Okay. A new sexually transmitted disease has popped up in the United States. Where would you say <laughs> it started? Do, 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 do. Think about Dallas, all the Texas. things. Hey! Now, now, what's the we evidence the, as to why, why are you showing Jeffy? It's so weird. This Isn't this great? We're, we were the first and, and pretty much only to get the Ebola virus. And now we're the first with Zika. Zika. This freaking Zika. Who knew it could be sexually transmitted? I know. It's very disappointing. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Jeffy just has not been able to have his sex with as many migrants as he uh, had as he normally well, has. Well, I mean, now I have to get kind of curtail that you a little bit, down. right? You're slowing yeah. down a little bit on that sentence. Uh, <laughs> it's that one damn mosquito. Did they know that it was spread this way uh, prior? I don't think so. No. I, I had not. No, I mean no. that's like kind of a mm. new thing. Wow, um, throws a little wrinkle. And the exciting wrench. thing happened right here in Dallas. Yes, sir. Isn't that great? Gee, who was responsible for it? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they are just like, as we've said before, there's mm. a, a, a long time, it's a massive scale civil war going on between diseases inside of Jeffy's body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's all constantly a battle. Oh, the gonorrhea has taken the lead. Oh, no, syphilis fights back. It's, oh, it's chlamydia from the west side. <laughs> there's always something going on <laughs> in there. 
And now Zika has entered the battle. Oh, I, no, that is not. That, I have not been diagnosed with Zika. Uh, yeah. No. No. You have it. You just haven't been diagnosed. Okay. Well, whatever. Oh man, and this is actually. I mean, look, it's not. This is not a positive development. No. Uh, and as much as we're going to bash Jeffy for it, I don't think he's responsible for this one. Shockingly, uh, until now, the best weapon against disease-carrying mosquitoes in the United States had been outdoor pesticide fog sprayed by truck and airplane. But health experts fear the typical approach will do little to eradicate the mosquito that carries Zika. And every time I see Zika, I just think of Zima, which is really weird, because that's the only time in my life I think of Zima. Uh, the formerly uh, on the market alcoholic sprite yeah. is what I yeah, used to yeah. call it. It was like mm. tastes like alcoholic sprite. Uh, it was around. You remember those commercials? It was around for a little while. Mm -mm. There's Zima, and then there was Zima Gold. The Zima Gold did not catch on. Mm. Also, Zima did not catch on. <laughs> uh, but it was highly advertised yes, for like it was. a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, it was the thing. Nineties? Would you say? <laughs> I'll have to look it up because I, I, I remember seeing Zima everywhere for a while. But yeah, it was. It was the. It was like the big thing. It was like. Kind of like supposed to be like the girly beer almost. Like, hey, it's girls can drink things like this too. And it was like a clear, like sweet, like almost like a Sprite. Uh, discontinued in 08. You know what else? All the way to 08? No. Discontinued in mm. 2008. I think That's 08 might, may have been the final nail in the coffin, but that was not sold here for, because I think it was sold in Japan only for like a long time too. Mm. I mean, it was not, you could not buy it in America in the 2000s, right? Zima? I don't know. I don't know. You know what else didn't catch on in America or anywhere else? Trump vodka. No, no. That did not catch on. Another failure? Another failure. Mm, yeah. You know what else didn't catch on? What? Trump steaks. No. Didn't catch giant on. Giant failure. You know what Trump, else Trump University was a big Trump hit, University didn't catch on. Oh, no. it did It did scam fact, a lot of people out of tens of It scammed a lot of people out of a lot of money. <laughs> and the New York Attorney General is suing him right now for $40 million on behalf of some of the students for fraud. Wow. You know what else didn't catch on? Uh, Trump Airlines. Uh, that didn't catch on. <clears throat> so, well, that was, that was what about Eastern, the, right? Huh? He tried to tried to horn in on the Eastern Airlines or whatever. Yes, so he bought, yeah, yeah, yeah. he purchased Eastern Airlines and leveraged, leveraged himself quite badly to do that. You know what else didn't catch on for some reason? What? I did at first, and then it didn't last. Trump Taj Mahal, uh, it didn't really work either. Now, how about Trump uh, Trump game? Plaza? Trump the game. Trump the game. Um, Trump Castle. Trump Castle. I mean, there's so many. What about, uh, this winter, oh, no, the wind. invested big in the uh, football league that's still oh, USSL. Right? Oh, that's, yeah. That's still, still everywhere, right? That's right. You gotta do, oh, that, you, oh, yeah, you got to jump with that one. It's definitely <laughs> part of that. Um, and uh, this is a whole documentary. If you've seen the 30 for 30 thing, uh, there's great stuff in there. Interviews with Trump about the failure of it. Um, and a lot of people blame him. I honestly, again, like, uh -oh. here, here we, we are go. defending Donald Trump. But it's like, I honestly think it's a little bit too much. You can't to blame say the whole thing on Trump. No. I mean, I think he tried to do something that didn't work. Um, yeah. But, I mean, you know, it was whether that was the USFL was going to succeed or not. I, I don't think it no. was going to defeat the NFL. Or No way. You know, anyway. No way. Um, you know, they should have kept it the way it was. He pushed for to basically make it compete against the NFL. And in reality, he didn't even really do that. He just did it so that they could sue the NFL, which they did win the lawsuit. And he will claim he won. He won $1 in the league shutdown. Um, so is that a win? That's what he'll tell you. It's yes, a win. It's a win. Um, and he yeah. has. He said, I, well, we won the lawsuit. Oh, uh, yeah, you won a dollar, and your leak shut down immediately afterwards. Yeah, and he wanted the New Jersey Generals to wind up in the NFL, which, uh, how many how many games have the New Jersey Generals played in the NFL so oh, far? Not as many as you'd think. Really? Um, a few I'll less. Have to look that up no, the New Jersey Generals. Are, are they in the Super Bowl this weekend? Um, Can we check on that, Jeffy? Yeah, I'll, check I'll check on that, because I'm pretty I don't sure how many games New Jersey played. Generals are unbeaten in the NFL. 
That's true. Yeah. That, that part is. So, <laughs> from that standpoint, the guy is again, a winner. Again, They've lost. never lost. Um, how the about the, uh, the giant uh, um, <laughs> condo and housing complex that they were developing in Mexico called the Trump, uh, I can't remember the exact last name of it, but it was some, the Trump complex. It's been name on for, He's going to handle every single aspect of it. People put $300,000 down and to, mm-hmm. to get these beautiful, mm-hmm. uh, luxurious condos. Oh, wait, that's dead, and they lost all their money. Oh, but but his, so I mean, he, he has the same M.O. Uh, all over the place with condos yes, and he does. buildings. I mean, he did yes, that in Tampa. He came in, and then when it starts to fail, mm-hmm. he pulls his name. Pulls oh, it was never. I was, it was just my name. And that since exactly. any good. If you can believe it, that's what he said about, uh, come on, what Don. was it? Was it the Trump? Was it what the you're saying when you come into town trying to hawk everybody from their, steal their money from their pockets? He was the I, chairman of the board, and ABC did a thing with him, and they're like, all these Bankruptcies. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm just using the system. I actually came out of that really well. It's like you went bankrupt. Well, yeah, but I, I had nothing to do with the company. I wasn't running the company. You were chairman of the board. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't run yeah, the company. That was just my name. You made $2 million a year in salary from it. You didn't have anything to do, to do with No, I had nothing to do. Well, what were they paying you $2 million a year for? My genius. Yep, my name. <laughs> Uh, You're genius? The thing went out of business. How genius are you? Uh, I, I mean, it's one dichotomy after another. Uh, as you guys were talk- talking, I found the uh, Trump Ocean Resort Baja, Mexico, which is a wonderful Beautiful? Thing. Is it wow. beautiful? A luxury condominium hotel resort located uh, in, the, in Tijuana. Uh, 30 minutes south of downtown San Diego. Just mm-hmm. a zip in, um, zip out. Yep, zip in, zip out. Initially announced 2006, uh, joint venture between the Trump Organization and Los Angeles-based real estate development company Iron Gate. Uh, Donald J. Trump would, quote, be involved in every capacity. Yep. Every capacity? Yep. Wow, he's Top really... Yeah, he will actually amazing. lay bricks? Yeah, he's actually going to lay bricks. <laughs> wow! Um, it was a this five, guy is hands-on. Three towers, 25 uh-huh. stories, 526-unit condo hotel. Okay. 2008, the project experienced some delays and cost overruns. Um, and then Trump, after people had already donated, uh, given two to $300,000 per unit to get a, a location there, he pulled his name off the building and said he had nothing to do with it. It was weird because he was involved in every capacity. Every capacity. But apparently, as soon as the thing started failing, he wasn't involved in any capacity. Over and over yep. and over again. Over, you see that pattern yep. with him. It's unreal. Mm-hmm. It's unreal. They, they estimate he has lost over $6 billion in his career. Well, look, I mean, I mean, let's, you know, let's give credit where credit yes. is due. He's still worth, you know, probably... I believe the Forbes estimate, which is around three and a half or four billion, somewhere in there. But again, Um, Bloomberg says two point nine. He says ten. You know, and and there was one guy who's a close business associate that said anything Donald says, divide by two and then divide it by four. And then you might be about right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, pretty. But I mean, he has money. But I mean, uh, he has money. The thing is, he doesn't win all the time. Well, he lives a lifestyle. He he wins part of the time. He wins. But again, he wins. And this is not us saying this. They've gone back and looked at if he had just kept his money in the markets and done nothing. No work. Just mm-hmm. taking the $40 million he had in the 70s and dumped it in the market, he'd have more money today than he actually does. And the other comparison, which I thought was interesting, I, this is part of the thing we're putting the Warren together. Buffett. The Warren Buffett comparison. Yeah, that's great. Both he and Warren Buffett, both were worth about $40 million in the late 70s. Or yeah. mid-70s. Wow. 74. 74. 
Um, and uh, today, Donald Trump claims he's worth $10 billion. It's really probably more to three to four. But even if you take his number, it's $10 billion. Warren Buffett's worth $67 billion. Yeah. So what does that tell you? Big the difference. guy is not that good of a businessman. You know, he's a self-promoter. That's what he's good at. And let's talk about some of the guys who have started from scratch. They didn't have $40 million in seed money from their rich dad. Right. You know, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, guys like that, Elon Musk. I mean, there's, there's a million guys who are far better hey, business people. you think people. Donald would be able to and, steal as much as Bill Gates All right, right. And if there's a guy who'd be willing to, you would think it'd be oh, Donald my gosh, J. Yeah. Trump. I got to do anything. Triple eight seven two seven back. So, uh, I guess the French Caribbean is facing the Zika epidemic too. So they're everybody's taking these extra measures now. The thing about the Zika virus, to get back to that, is uh, um, you don't know you have it, right? It doesn't really come with symptoms. You're not sick. Yeah, I'm not. is that correct? It it's just right. it, it's in your body, and then if you get pregnant, that's a really bad thing because it causes birth defects. And would it cause birth defects every time you get pregnant or just for one time? Or how does I mean, that work? I, you know, I don't. And they're issuing new guidelines now because, you know, they're talking, obviously, with this new, uh, new infection transmitted by sex here in Texas. Um, they're talking about, oh, you know, that uh, development uh, could complicate uh, the plans to contain the global epidemic. You think? Hmm. Wow. You think? Hmm. Wow. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. So just don't go outside. Yeah. Okay. You'll be fine. Well, they're, they, they are. They look. Don't go outside. You can't stop having sex with people migrants coming from other countries. So <laughs> wear, wear a condom and good luck. God bless. I uh, actually have stopped that. Really? Quite, quite completely. Some time ago. Yeah, about fifty-five what, years. Tw- ago. You cut it back by like fifteen percent. No, it's a hundred. It's a hundred percent. Pat, are you all right? It's I mean, a hard, fast rule, too, that I've sort of always had. What? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And look, we, we <laughs> occasionally will have a little fun at Jeffy's expense. Have you noticed this at all uh, on this program? No. Occasionally really? we will have a little what? fun at Jeffy's expense. But, of course, we care deeply about it. Oh, deeply. Uh, really deeply, which is why, uh, because of these mosquitoes, this issue, where we're worried about it uh-huh. with the Zika virus, we have offered to give Jeffy a plastic bag suit. Um, that goes over his, starts out over his head and comes down and tapes, uh, it's airtight so that no mosquitoes can get in and get near his face. I don't think you're supposed to do that, Um, No, but if you you tape it, they don't want you to do it unless you tape it really tight around the neck. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that means that the the mosquitoes can't get in there because it's airtight, Jeff. I guess the bite of the neck is the worst one, so you don't want that to happen. You don't want that to happen. I mean, I really appreciate it, but I I don't think you thought it all the way through. It's got to be airtight. That's the important part. <laughs> now, if you're worried about breathing, which it seems like you might be, you already have air inside the back. Right. That'll so be fine. you're going to be fine. You'll be fine. Triple eight seven two seven. Beck Moore, Patton Stu, yeah, coming up in a second. You think way. about it. Think about it for a minute. And I think you'll come to a, come around to our way of thinking. Yeah. Well, you know, why don't we put it on your neck? It, we'll tape it really tight and then see what happens. Yeah. If you don't like it at some point, uh, we'll let us know. We'll just let us know. But we do have to tape your hands together. Uh, <laughs> Guaranteed to be Zika for <laughs> Seven two seven B E C K. It is uh, Pat and Stu. Uh, apparently, according to Mental Floss, Americans love tipping. I used to absolutely resent it. And I really had a problem with it. I didn't. You know, I'm not paying your salary. 
I mean, I'm here, I'm, I'm buying your food, right? right? Mm -hmm. It's your responsibility to pay your employees' salary. Mm. <laughs> That's, <kinda. laughs> That's how I used to look at it. And then I but just, you would still tip. Yeah, I'd, I'd still you do it, but I did it, it, but I did yeah. it under protest, kind of, because it was irritating to me. I've had a change of heart, though, on that. I think I, I just over the years I just let that go. And uh, it doesn't and, sound like it from time to time, though, Pat. Mm. It doesn't, because I, 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 I mean, I, I tip better than probably most people. Sometimes, oh yeah, I would say almost everybody. Sometimes, I mean, you know, like if I go to IHOP and it's eight dollars. Well, sometimes give them, you know, a hundred percent tip. Right. But um, according to a recent poll of three thousand Americans conducted by Horizon Media, eighty-one percent of restaurant-going adults support tipping. Study comes on the heels of a debate about the potential drawbacks of American tipping culture, according to Eater. Do you, do you read Eater? No, it's just Jeffy's online name. <laughs> <laughs> the anti-gratuity movement aims to raise wages for the service industry, uh, but others are skeptical. See, yeah, that's the problem, because if they get 15 bucks an hour, uh, it's going to hurt their tips, right? Well, they're not so, going to get tips. Oh, they're not going to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're going to have to decide, is it better this way, or will it be better at 15 bucks an hour? Because there won't be tipping. And uh, if you do expect tipping when, when the price has gone up at the restaurant because they're paying you 15 bucks an hour and you want your tip and I'm paying more for the food, not gonna that's not going to happen. It's not gonna yeah, happen. yeah. Um, it's interesting because, I mean, when I, I uh, did work as a waiter. Uh, really? A server. <laughs> and uh, my, my hourly rate, uh, which, which I made from the restaurant, was $2.12 an hour. That's what they paid you. Yeah. Um, now it seems like did I work in 1945? No, it was in you know mid 90s, I guess. That's not very much. No, and so that's why I'm hoping to get there someday here. Uh, yeah, well, one day not maybe. For, not for you know, you, you can I mean, dream though. You can well, you yeah, can. It's dream. not going to happen. Mind. It's not going to happen. Two twelve. No. He can hallucinate, but he can't dream. <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, so when I, because of that experience, you know, I've always you know. Did at least a halfway decent. I mean, I think I was a good, tipper. Right. A good tipper. I'm just trying not to brag, but I mean, I know the percentages. So I do. I'm a good tipper. The issue is though, you realize as a server, like if you don't get those tips, you don't even make minimum wage. Mm -hmm. I mean, they they can pay you below minimum wage uh, for that. That's like the one uh, carve out they have. Um, so you know, fifteen dollar minimum wage is absurd, but you can make a lot more than that if you're a good server. I mean. You know, if you're if you've got a good server, good section, like you make a hell of a lot more. Right. Well, well the, mm -hmm. the frustrating thing is, though, is when the the if they're not making a decent wage an hour, then the expectation is that that tip is going to be there. And so without having to go above and beyond with the service, that's the problem, because then it's like, well, yeah, uh, tipping has become. On. Uh, sort of yes. mandatory, voluntary. No, it's voluntary, know, mandatory, I, sort of. I, I and think, I think maybe and you give it whether they do a good job or not. Yeah, and, and it you, used they, to be it's turned to, to make you feel bad. Service, right? It's, That's what TIP stands for, supposedly. I mean, it's turned to make you feel bad if you don't, whether you got bad service or not. Yeah. I mean, come on, no, no, no. That's not so. The deal. If you get bad service, do you not TIP? I would like to say that that's true. Yeah, well, yeah. but you do anyway. Like, so we all do. If I get bad, service, if I get bad yeah. service, I'll just tip at 15%. a smaller percentage. However, I have a difficult time going back yeah. to that particular establishment. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's that's. I mean, how if I it's super it. bad, if they're rude yeah. and nasty, I might even just give them ten percent. 
Yeah, I, I usually, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Right. You shouldn't right. get you any. You still have to give something, right? Right? If I they're know. bad, you shouldn't give them any. We'll probably. I mean, my wife too. is like, "What are you giving her? What are you doing?" Yeah, I, so I, is so mine. There's a little chart so I just, just as I was looking for uh, stats on tipping, um, as we're talking uh -huh. about this, I just came across this chart. This is interesting because I, I this is one I thought of. So they say that. Um, 15% is a on the lower side of a tip. 70 yeah, to 20 was, is average. Was 20, yeah. uh, 20 and above are, is a high tipper. So we would all be in the high tip. Yeah. Jeffy would be obviously below all of these. You'd mm -hmm. be in the, he mm -hmm. actually steals money from the restaurant. So mm -hmm. that's, that's not really on this It's chart. a tip. It's like free money. It doesn't matter. Okay? <laughs> um, so this is it. Restaurant delivery. Low tippers give less than $2. Average tippers give 2 or $3. High tippers give 4 uh, or more. For a, a delivery, okay. Food. Um, restaurant takeout. So you're going up to pick up your food, and and I, there's a, a lot of times tip tip jars there. So this is what they yeah. say: low tippers give zero, average tippers give zero to one, uh, high tippers give ten to twenty percent. I feel I, like I feel like the credit card has ruined that tip. Yeah, well, I, I hate that because I always pay. Like, look, if well, you're going to I McDonald's, you don't tip. You're not being. Right? They're just giving you what you that's, paid that's for. That's what right? I mean. I, they're not doing anything. But I feel I often think about you know I probably should leave a tip, but I just put it on. The, if it's on the card, then no, I will. No. I will say that's card. a tough one for me because if yeah. I'm yeah, going like, to pick something up and I'm just grabbing it, then you like, I don't it. tip the guy at Best Buy for ringing, for right. checking me out. Like, why right. would I do it at a restaurant? Like, yeah. you know. And then they say you go to. Um, uh, what I think is the credit the credit card guilts people into it because oh, if you're going to go you're going to pay tw you know ten dollars it's nine eighty six they give you fourteen cents back you just walk out right mm -hmm. but if you go in there and you put nine eighty six on your credit card you get a slip with a tip slot that's true that, you yeah. feel bad filling it out without writing in two dollars or three dollars in there yep and then it, and three oh whatever or like three oh four three oh eight or whatever it is to make it that even right. dollar amount yeah right. yeah yeah always. but it's so it's so always. I mean like that's that doesn't make any sense like you're just having a normal business trip you don't tip the person when you're paying for gas, uh, you know, you don't tip mm -hmm. the person when you're going in and you're you're buying, a, you know, a stereo system or a, a mattress. Like you know, that's not what you do. You might tip them when they deliver the mattress because they're doing something out of the store and they're coming to your house. And, and you know, it's just a weird thing. It is a weird thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so when it comes to like hotel people, what do you do when they bring your bags up? So is this Hotel Bellman? Yeah, they got it right here. All right, low tip. Uh, Two to five dollars, depending on number of bags. Um, uh, Two to five is a low tip. Is a low tip, depending on number of bags. Wow. So average. Come tip, on now. Average tip: two dollars a bag. Okay. okay. Five dollars. Two bucks a bag. A bag? Yeah. I thought it was a buck a bag. It's okay. two bucks a bag. Five dollars minimum. Wow. And then a good tip is uh, four to five dollars a bag, according to this website that I have never four seen. Four to five bucks a bag? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of money. Holy wow! Um, uh, how about a, a apartment uh, doorman? This is, I guess, at the end of the year. Uh -huh. Twenty to fifty dollars low tip. Fifty to a hundred average. A hundred to five hundred. Uh, good. What about uh, uh, valets? The valets. Um, low tip one dollar. Average tip two to four. Good tip, five dollars or more. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, we're good. Though. Yeah, that's we're fine. good. We're that's definitely fine. good on that. Yeah, I, that like I, I go good. way over five dollars. Way over that. Because I always yeah. feel like they're gonna, you know, you, if you give them a good tip, at least you know. Sometimes if you give them a really good tip, they'll put your car in the fancy spot in the front, and mm -hmm. then you're out of there in like ten seconds. You tip in and out, or just out. That's a great one. I feel like you have to only tip once, right? That's what on, I think. On, yeah. out, on out, Although right? I've done, I've done it. I've done in and out. 
Sometimes I feel bad, like, like what, well, what about this guy? It, I gave the tip to the other guy. Right. But they've got to pull those tips, I'm assuming, right? I would think so. Well, see, that's where I think the card, uh, the card actually, I think, kills a lot of the tips for the valet. Well, I right? never have because cash on me. So I know, but I'm know. just saying, you know, a lot of times they, you know, that, those guys live on that cash so they can just deep pocket that uh, four yeah, or five bucks yeah. and move on. Um, Jeffy? Yeah. That's illegal. And I can't condone that. What do you mean it's illegal? You've got to declare that on your income taxes. Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what are you saying? Mean, they just deep pocket that. Hmm. You're saying they don't pay taxes. No, I'm saying that they just saying. put it in their pocket. Uh-huh. Oh, they put it in their pocket, and then they file it on a, a yeah, proper tax. Yeah, of course. I see. Okay, good. Of course. Good. Oh. Yeah, you're, you're talking entirely <laughs> above board. Yeah, yes? Yes, okay, good. Yeah. All right. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Well, now... The study also found that uh, tipping differs on a, uh, by age. While a full 29% of 18 to 34-year-olds believe tipping was outdated. <laughs> Come on now. Our, our young generation. I, I mean, they're not even Americans anymore. I don't know what the hell they they're are. Bernie Sanders. 13% of 50 to 60-year-olds uh, felt the same way. 13%. Okay. According to Horizon, those in favor of tipping want to be able to reward positive service experiences. And they're concerned eradication of tipping might negatively uh, affect the customer service. Now, we've talked before about this. They don't do this in Europe, right? Tips yeah, aren't, that aren't was a one thing of the big in things. Europe. Uh, if you work at a restaurant that has a high tourist population that comes in, a lot of times you get screwed because these you know, people come from other countries where it's just not custom and they don't yeah. give you anything. Yeah. Uh, or they give you 10% or 4%. Oh, yeah. percent, and, you know. well, there's a lot, I know a, lot, a couple of waitresses in Florida over the years. Uh, when I was living in Florida, that would be so mad oh. at the tourists. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, walk out. With, I, I serve a table of 10 and I get 50 cents. I'll throw it back <laughs> in their face. 50 cents. <laughs> um, so this, uh, this website, which I'm giving all the authority on, how, on everything I should do in my life, and mm-hmm. I've never seen it before, tells me that if you're doing restaurant takeout, t- tipping not necessary, but if you order for 10 people and it's all carefully packaged, that took time tip. That seems oh, that's fair, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for uh, a waiter, it, even if service sucks, never go below 15%. There's an 18% automatic gratuity, uh, and you normally would have tipped higher than add in the extra. If you have a coupon, tip on the pre-coupon price. should know that. Um, and then, uh, let's see. What the hell good is the coupon? <laughs> I mean, that's what they you have the coupon the there for, to save money. Now you're telling me I have to use a coupon, but I can't count the coupon in my tipping? No. No. <laughs> no. Jeffy thinks it's, he, it's, a, it's a privilege to serve him. Yeah, he does. And that's what he thinks. Yeah, he does. Why would I go out of my way to use a coupon and then have to pay more money for the tip? No. No. All right. Thank you, Jeffy. Appreciate that. Uh, more patents jokes coming up. Wow. No. no. We got it. Mm-hmm. Not going to get ripped off. No, we, got, we got it. Mm-hmm. I understand. I use the coupon. Yeah, I, know. I get it. You use the coupon. The coupon's supposed to lower the price. Thank you. Welcome back to the Pat and Stew program. Welcome. The broadcast. The show. Uh, 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. Uh, we're still... 
Fascinated by <laughs> this tipping question. thing. Yeah, uh, our camera guy, uh, Jason, just asked about uh, tipping uh, a bartender. Like yeah. if he just hands you a beer and sometimes he just pop the top for you. Yeah, because I like, I, I'm not a... What does that cost you? So it's like four bucks for the beer. And you're given one or two bucks, typically. <laughs> You give like another like, one or two bucks on top of that? Yeah, like if it's a, it depends. So that like, could be a fifty percent tip. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Or more. Bartenders maybe they can make some cash. Now uh, if they if they mix the cocktail for you, like it's a, I don't know, what would be a. I'm t- curious as to what you're going to go to here as a reference. <laughs> a Rob Roy. Uh, tequila Sunrise. Okay. Oh yeah, that, there you go. All right. Go. Okay, there you go. If you get a Tequila uh, Sunrise. <laughs> Because I was curious. That's the only one I know about, and I don't know how I know that. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna give a, you know, I don't know. I feel like a buck or two a drink is basically what you're doing. So you get four drinks, uh, you know, and it comes to sixteen dollars. You're probably giving twenty. You know, if it comes to fourteen dollars, you're probably still dropping the twenty. And everybody does this, huh? And it depends on the club too. I mean, if it's just a regular bar where you know there's they're clothed, I mean, you give less money. If the, do you feel the need to make a distinction? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's at the strip club so often that he, he has to. He feels like it's fifty-fifty. You could be in a strip club or a bar. <laughs> so if they're not clothed, oh, yeah, I mean, what do you tip in the, the person who's unclothed? Well, it depends on what they look like. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you are no you're a piece of work. You're the uh, yeah. So, all right. There you go. Uh, how about this? Uh, let's talk. Let's separate ourselves a little bit from Jeffy and his I think lifestyle. That's a good idea. Yeah. And talk about this uh-huh. uh, Japanese mall, which is pretty interesting. Trying to keep uh, shoppers fit. Uh, do you have the pictures of this? This is. Uh, I mean, I guess this is set of the mall walker thing, um, but maybe a little bit further. Uh, there you go. Uh, so, I guess it was built on an old baseball uh, stadium site. And uh, they actually encourage people to actually get out and do some exercise. Well, yeah, no, Jeffy does not like this mall at all. Not bad. <laughs> um, addition to the 300-meter elevated track that you saw before. Uh, they, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. kind of cool. Um, they uh, have two um, miniature soccer courts um, for customers who haven't already uh, shopped around. Nice. Um, facilities are completely open to anyone, hmm. even if they have no intention of shopping in the stores or beneath the track. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. You ever go to? It's funny. You go to New York and you see a lot of these types of things, where like just one like fenced in like you know tennis court or, right. or soccer field in the middle of this like really urban area. It's because it's a different life mm-hmm. when you get in these oh, uh, really uh, mm-hmm. urban areas. But that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, in Japan, that's really valuable because they don't have open spaces. You yeah, know, like we have in Texas, where you got a nice park, you got some green space. They don't. They just New York is kind of the same way. You don't have a lot of green space. Um, meanwhile, St. Cloud homeowners uh, are finding catfish in their mailboxes. That would be disconcerting, I would think. Uh, really? Several residents in Oceana County have found catfish in their mailboxes and yards, prompting questions about whether it's a prank or something more serious. What could it be? What kind of serious, like a, a, cat, a catfish storm? Or <laughs> what... Uh, uh, is that a sign from somebody that you're going to wind up dead like the fish? Or That's what do they funny. think is going on here? Where is this happening? In uh, St. Cloud, apparently Minnesota. Madison uh, Furtick said she received an unusual delivery Monday morning when the postman discovered a large dead catfish inside her mailbox. I was honestly in shock because it doesn't make any sense. It's just one of those things where it's just, why? That's 
That's right. That's a good question. Um, it looked like it could have uh, been a live fish that somebody stuck in there, and then it flopped around like a fish, like fish do, because the whole mailbox is dirty. Uh, she said the only the only one to get the unwelcome. She's not the only one to to get the unwelcome mail. Uh, a bunch of other residents have reported the same kind of thing. I would say it's probably a prank. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with that. Probably a uh, prank. Got a couple pieces of news here before we go to break. First of all, <clears throat> is An Andrea Tenteros at this point just doing performance art? I don't even know what she's doing anymore. <laughs> she's on Fox. She's tweeting of why she supports Donald Trump. Uh, it's important that people without country club memberships, political connections, and family dynasties have a voice. Uh, what the hell? What the, the guy's a think? billionaire, you dummy. Yeah, with with a family dynasty and political about? connections. I, like she's just—it's like a performance art piece. And secondly, Weird. we do have—we've uh, uh, lost him, uh, Rick Santorum, dropping out. Today. Oh no! Oh, we've oh no! Good. We've lost him, and he plans an endorsement, by the way. So I don't Does know. Does he? Yeah. I wonder who that could be. Mm. Won't be Ted. Yeah. Oh yeah, no doubt.